Uh, welcome to Calvary Life, a podcast of Calvary Baptist Church, primarily for the members of Calvary. Uh, I'm Charles Uptain, Executive Pastor, and today I have with me Reagan Ferris, our Director of Students, and Zach Daniels, our Director of Children. And uh, so guys, if you would, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Zach. Good to be here. Reagan Ferris here. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah, so um, today we're going to do something a little different. Uh, both of these guys have just gotten back from summer camp uh, this past week, and so we thought it would be a good idea just to spend a few minutes uh, talking about summer camps and what that means for Calvary and how it uh, fits into their ministry. And uh, so I'm just going to ask a couple of questions and let them um, fire away at, at uh, what experiences they had this past week at camp. Um, but the first thing about camp is um, obviously it's a part of something it's a part of the ministry to students and to children. And why is that? What's the purpose of it? So y'all, whoever wants to go first, what, what's the purpose? How does it fit in your ministry? Yeah, well, Reagan, we made it. We made it through camp. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's an accomplishment yes, there. It is. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I like how you just framed that. It is, it is a part. It's one of the things that we do that's a part of the overall family ministry. And it's a big thing. And I refer to them as camp as a... I put it in the category of VBS. It's a mountaintop event. It's a specialized thing where you know we're really challenging kids uh, and really wanting pushing for spiritual formation in their lives and for them to to come to Christ or grow in their faith in Christ. And so it's massively important for elementary age kids. Yeah, for students, um, I've always viewed camp as sort of a way to check the oil and also uh, as a catalyst for the next steps and direction that we're going to need to be moving in or paying attention to in the student ministry. So, um, you know, there's nothing magical about camp, but there is something powerful for our students to pull them out of their everyday environment, um, put down the cell phones for a week, which that's really hard, you know, massive withdrawals happen. But um, to get everyone in just an environment that is – from morning to night, uh, there's talk of Jesus, and there is lots of fun happening, lots of community happening with the students. So um, for I think it just provides a space for students and our adult leaders to walk alongside of our students and to have conversations we're, not, we're just not getting to have on Sundays or on Wednesdays. Um, and something about that, it sort of creates a freedom where the students sometimes feel more free free to broach conversations or talk about hard things that they've been avoiding. So uh, for me, it's it's just kind of that. It's a chance to have those conversations that have been needing to be had, but also to gauge where we're at and what, what we need to focus on next and where we're going. So it's kind of, a like I said, a catalyst. Yeah. I, and um, one thing I do want to mention about this, about camp, y'all had different experiences. I mean, not just in that you were in different places, but really even the the what camp was i mean for our our kids they go to camp victory which is it's not local but it's pretty local and it's something that um other kids around here where i guess kids go to and it's it's something where um it's a you know it's a, a spot that's always camp it's there every year as in the throughout the year there's different things that camp victory does they have their own staff and zach you went as as the pastor for the weeks basically and and then of course Reagan with students it was it's student life camp which that camp kind of moves around to different locations and um, and Reagan took our students like as a group to this camp so where the kids just kind of sign up for Camp Victory and Zach is there as the 
camp pastor and and able to build relationships with them that way. Student camp is is more where you take your group and you have uh, a lot more influence as a group. So there's more group time than there yes. is at, at the other camps. So it's a little bit different, and it, it fits the ages, I think, in that. When y'all say it's a good way to do both of those? Yeah. Yeah, it's the best way for, for us. Um, you know, we've we've done where we take kids to camps before, but it's it's just hard to take them off. So finding a place that's relatively local where I can go and, you know, in whatever capacity, it, it's worked really well for elementary-age kids. Yeah, I think it's a great um, kind of a hybrid, so to speak, versus, and, you know, in my experience of going to children's camp, which I did for years, you know, that was taking kids off, and you always had those who – didn't like to go off that far. And there's just, you know, it's just different ages there. And, and I think the different experiences works good for both. I like it. So, um, all right. So an- another uh, question I have is, is about this camp, about this year's camp. So each of you, give me something that you saw in our kids, maybe a moment that you're proud of them or, or something. Just give us some experience from camp just to kind of let us see what, what y'all saw. Yeah. I'd be glad to um, take that first. Um, so the camp we were at this year, Camp Victory, every week there's 200 people who are signed up to be at camp. And so we had 203rd through 6th graders. And so we took 15 of our kids from Calvary to camp this year. And um, I made sure I spent majority of my time with them. Um, but also I was the camp pastor for all the kids there, so I have to kind of spread my time. Right. But I was so encouraged to see just the – the how our kids responded to you know just simple things like um um so so there was one thing that we did at camp where we have a little bible drill competition like every single one of our kids was at that they signed up to do it and one of our kids actually won it so that that was neat to see it was neat to see when when I'm watching kids interact in worship and whatnot our kids were full on engaged um and so so, so there's those things that I saw at camp that were really good. Um, another, another thing I, I really enjoyed seeing was there were a lot of our kids having spiritual conversations with kids in their cabin because they they interact with yeah, you right. know however many churches are there. So right. I I zoned in during like the lunchtime. I'd go to different tables and sit with our kids and see what the conversations were, and uh, there was a lot of kids talking, um, but through the conversations I heard our kids talking to kids about worship music and um, different different passages of the Bible they've been learning about that week. So I was encouraged by, by yeah, those things. That's, that, cool. that's that's monumental with our elementary age kids to hear yeah. those things. Yeah. For for students, um, you know, when you go to a camp like Student Life Camp, they've been in camps a long, long time. Um, but they also aim their camps at a large swath of churches. So it's not always just the Baptist church. You know, there's definitely, definitely different denominations that come in. And they try to aim it at students from, you know, whether they're, you know, really evangelistic in a lot of ways too, but also they're definitely aiming for some teaching and some depth. Um, so you get this big experience, and it's a room full of a 1,000 students. And some of our students, you know, coming in this year, uh, I would definitely say they're a little bit of a, a culture shock on some of the worship, yeah. you know, that was happening um, because there are students in the front jumping up and down every song. And and some of our students uh, really had to take that in, I think, the first couple of nights. I think a proud, a proud thing for me was um, 
I watched ser- and listened to several of our students wrestling through sort of a critical spirit mm-hmm. about the the other forms of worship that other people have, um, and and not because it was unusual to them or it wasn't something they connected to, and some of it was legitimate concerns, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But being able to push through that and recognize, you know what, the Holy Spirit's here, the same Spirit of God that's in us is in them, um, and we don't have to do everything like each other, but we also can honor and respect that the Lord is being worshiped and glorified. So to see sort of some of those walls come down for our students, for them to move past their own, at first, a little bit of a critical spirit into a spirit of worship, yeah. I thought that was a healthy growth step because it was like for them to recognize we are the body of Christ and it's not, and there are some uniqueness to it. There's some uniqueness to us. Like, you know, everyone's not Calvary Baptist Church. You know, we, right. everyone doesn't do it like we do it. And uh, I thought that that was a growth thing for them. And I think the other growth thing that I saw uh, that I was proud of our students is uh, maybe a few nights in, we always ended our day with a share time. And that's kind of probably one of the most powerful moments of camp because all that that they've taken in all day is sort of like a debrief, and they're getting to kind of share what God is showing them, teaching them. And um, I sort of we, – we have those who gladly will share and preach and take yeah. over groups, which is awesome, and they're growing, and, and we know that because they talk about it. But I asked them to kind of hit pause and just to give some space. And so I was really proud that we had a lot of students who normally don't speak up uh, – opened up and became vulnerable and shared about their themselves and shared about what God was showing them and maybe even some things they were struggling with. And then that just seeing that vulnerability and that openness and that courage, uh, man, that's encouraging because we know that's where growth happens. So that was a yeah. big, big moment. Yeah, I know, you know, one, one part of camp that I always remember is you seem to always um, hear from students, from children, you know, some way that God has touched them in that week that they want to continue on. So what kind of commitments did you hear from the kids? What kind of conviction, maybe something that really hit them that they were going to say, you know, I, I need to change this part of what I'm doing in my life. I need to be more about this. Any any of those kind of things you heard at camp? So on Thursday night, there's a campfire service at Camp Victory. And uh, so there's a message and songs, and and then it culminates with a big share time so they line up all the kids who want to share and we had uh, one girl get up from Calvary and then we had three boys now now keep in mind third through sixth graders sometimes these kids just want to get up and say hi my name is so and so and I love Jesus so they'll get up there sometimes and say that and that's them being brave and being having courage but um, there was there was a couple kids that we had that um, and so Keep in mind, elementary age kids, but there was a couple boys we had. They got up, and they recalled exactly from Scripture what we taught um, and said so, – so the one of the Scriptures we looked at was John 14, 6, yeah. I'm the way, truth, and life. And it just – it had just dawned on one of our kids that when Jesus says this, he is – he literally is saying he's the only way to God. He is – literally the truth, and in him there's there's life. And for, for one of our kids, that had never dawned on them. And so they got up and shared how that truth is real for them now, and they, awesome. they accept that and professed Christ as their Savior that week. And so that was probably the most encouraging yeah, share we awesome. had. That's great. Uh, man, we had students talking about lots of things they want to do. Um, so it's kind of all over the map a little bit. Uh, several that I got to speak with were just like, 
I, I need a better Bible. I want to, you know, they they want to dive in and, and spend more time on God's Word and be committed to that on a daily basis. And so, you know, that that's always a, a great conviction. And also, you know, for some, it's kind of new, you know, to, to do that. Because we did talk about, like, what's making camp so awesome? Why do you feel like you're hearing God here and not back home? It's only because you're listening, right. you know, and so they're uh, learning that and a lot lot of commitment to uh, a deeper prayer life. We heard a lot of guys uh, and girls, uh, they were getting together at random times in the day and, and praying, uh, and even times that weren't slotted for that. And God was answering specific prayers as they were praying them, like through the week. And so they were noticing it because they were praying, you know, and God's working and they're realizing this is what we need to be doing yeah. as Christians. This isn't a camp thing. This is the way we're to have community with each other and to follow the Lord together. So I know we got some guys and girls coming home um, wanting to pray more often and, and make prayer more central to Bible study times or get-togethers or whatever, um, and just to randomly reach out to each other and pray for each other. Yeah. Uh, I did see that. I, I you know. A lot of a lot of students wrestling with you know purity and thought life stuff. Um, we we obviously live in a culture that's bombarding them with things like pornography, things like this. And it was awesome to see some guys feel safe enough to say, "I need help with this." Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that coming home, their commitments are to enlist. Uh, their parents and to uh, get stuff on their computers like covenant eyes and things like that to protect themselves and to set up some guardrails. So just some very practical commitments to avoid some things that were sort of robbing them of life. And then others just to, hey, I need to be sharing the gospel. I've got friends who are lost, and that is my commitment. I've got to start talking to them about Jesus. Yeah, that's cool. Um, With that, I know, Reagan, especially you and I, because I've been to the last couple of uh, student camps with you, You've always talked about how uh, coming into now the fall, there's kind of some something that you want to continue on, kind of thing. So, what what coming out of this camp are you looking at to say? And in Zach too, is there things that you want to you know see the kids continue to do and yeah. and grow in, or what? Any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think I think certainly like like I said, like as a catalyst, it sort of helps us figure out okay, what's the runway, and we need to. It's our responsibility for our students as we're discipling them to create the runways for them to do the things God's calling them to do. Um, one is is we, we want to cr- create more opportunities for evangelism, um, whether it's intentionally going out and actually doing evangelistic outreaches with our students. Yeah. Um, just old school, wear a T-shirt that says, how can I pray for you, and just going up to people and engaging them. But also just events for our students that are inviting to students who are unplugged from church and outside of church. Um, We want to create more opportunities for that, to give them that opportunity. Um, In our D groups and in our life groups, um, we definitely want to amp up our our focus on prayer in those times together, even on Wednesday nights. um, Not letting prayer be felt or experienced as kind of a buffer between songs and sermons. Right. And so I know that's a wrestling match because of time crunches and all that, but just creating, trying to really foster that and create that um, that prayer focus. Um, We already do that. John Adams um, uh, does that uh, with a group of students every Wednesday already. But we just want to bring that into the room too, and not just outside of the room. Um, So those are a few things that we want to do. What about you, Zach? Yeah. So so. We talked. We talked about this earlier in your first question, but so camp is a place where, for some students, and Reagan, you'll 
agree with this. Camp is kind of a refuge for yeah. some kids and what they have going on in their life. Um, but it's sh- so so our prayer, my prayer, always coming out of camp is to show kids and teach them that your everyday life can be a refuge, in a sense. You may not have the best home life. You may not have, you know, parents who are pouring into you like some some parents are. But regardless of that, if you take time, unplug from this world, and which is just, we could go on and on about that. We could have a whole podcast on technology and how it's sure. bombarding our us as, a, us as a society and how much time we spend on all that. But if you just, coming out of there, teaching kids, if you unplug for a little bit of time each day, um, spend time with God, great things happen when you do that. And your your life, in a sense, can be what camp was. You can, and it may seem mundane. Mundane. It may seem simplistic, but that's where that's where growth happens when you're consistently in the Word of God and doing that. So that's things we push for for camp, and also it just gives us um, it gives me some work to do in the in the sense that I now come back from camp and I've got you know parents I need to be talking to and yeah. you yeah. know encouraging and helping out, giving resources to their kids and following up with. Yeah. Um, what their kids did at camp, and uh, so yeah, yeah. It's something I, I thought about. I was just wanted to ask this is kind of an off the wall question, but it fits for this past week for you. Um, how did how did Camp Victory handle the weather situation? Did y'all have bad weather one day? <laughs> so so the weather made camp this year a very memorable experience. <laughs> um, so it they handled it well. Um, so one of the things that we did, if maybe you saw this on social media and whatnot, but so Thursday night when – I'm sorry, Wednesday night when the weather got just so bad, yeah. what we did was we did – we went back to our COVID ways. We uh, we did an online uh, sermon where, where I sat in front of a camera and it was live streamed, and we did our message that way. So we just kept them hunkered down tight in their, bunk, in their cabins and kept them out of the rain, and then we – Got creative and did some games and whatnot in the cabins with the kids. And when when rain, there was a short break for the rain. We rushed them to a gym or somewhere. Had indoor dodgeball tournaments and all this nice. other stuff. So it was it was nice. a good time. Yeah, that's one thing about. It. I remember years of rain. I mean, you just you have to make do, but you know you get creative. Sometimes the the most creative things is when you have to go off script, you know, and exactly. come up with something brand new because it's it's raining and that activity won't work then. So mm-hmm. what do we do now? For sure, <laughs> exactly. And there was a I, it, it's so funny. So the one of the the campfire component at the kids camp for Camp Victory is such a big deal, and uh, in the past they've had to move that inside, but this past year all the rain that was around us it just split up for like an hour for us to be able to do that. Little campfire. So just to so clarify, they didn't move the fire. Not inside. the fire inside. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We could have put a picture of it. I yeah, guess yeah. inside. Yeah. So. Well, uh, my last question is really about the parents. I mean, obviously, you in both situations, you're you're removing these children from their parents for a few days to mm-hmm. do special things, and students removing them and and giving them that time away. But now they come back, and and so we obviously, I hope, have have some parents that are listening to this or will listen to yeah. it as we put it out there. What would you say to them as their 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 students, their kids come back from camp? Um, what would you encourage them with? Well, I, I would just say, you know, for our teenagers, teenagers are going through a natural time of individuating from their parents. I mean, that's just the natural growth of, a, of an adolescent, right? Um, 
But sometimes I know parents get frustrated because they're like, what is going on inside of my kid's head or their heart? Like, I don't know where they're at because they're not talking to me. One, I just want to give you a lot of hope because they are talking. They're just maybe not talking to you. Um, But part of that is continuing to push in and create that safety for your kid to talk to you, right, to to be curious about what God's showing them and teaching them. Um, You know, allow for them to wrestle with questions don't you know don't quickly shut them down if because you're worried that they're going you might might not quite have the theology quite right yet like uh, allow more exploration and and yet yes guide them but allow for them to feel that independence because it is their walk with the lord it's got to be their walk with the lord they can't live off of the mom mom and dad's walk forever yeah um so encourage that i know we have students who um, even my own daughter um, came home. And she's like, I don't like the Bible that I have. It's not helping me study. So we're going to go grab her a study Bible that has really good you know, applications to it. Yeah. So give them tools. If they're saying, I need to have my quiet time, good. Get behind that. Cheer that on. Take them to the bookstore. You know, Go on Amazon, whatever. Buy resources and and feed them right. Um, we we have yeah we have the bookstore down the hall here at the church. You know yeah. we got some great resources there. Go go grab some of that. Shameless plug. But we <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but those are there for our families. We want you to use them. We we handpick those those resources. And then and then I would also just say like for our our guys um, and girls it, with the technology thing. I know that's not what this podcast is about. But I got to tell you that that is a pervasive problem. Um, in the hands of our students and the lives of our students, uh, the thing is, is uh, when especially when they're encountering things like pornography, then the devil comes in and tells them that they should be ashamed of themselves and they're the only one. And so that goes under the underground and it goes hidden, yeah. and it grows in the dark. And so at camp, a lot of you know to find that vulnerability and that courage to say, bring it into the light and say, this is something I'm wrestling with. So as a parent, I would just encourage you, if you have technology, you should also have uh, things like Covenant Eyes, which is an accountability system on their phones uh, to where their search history goes to people, including yourself as a parent. Um, They should have blocks and everything else, everything that they might push against you on or whatever. I don't think our students would. I think they want it. They're tired of being like of that war kicking their butt, so to speak. You know, they want they need help. And so. Um, have those conversations. And again, don't bring shame to the table around that topic. Uh, bring hope, bring truth, and, and bring some, some protection. You know, yeah. I think that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd affirm all of that and more. Um, you know, as a parent, you know, we, we, we experience this. There's, we can be trying to teach our kids something and make a breakthrough, and it just isn't happening. But then someone else comes along, talks to our kid, and it's like, you know, all of a sudden, they're, the kids just – it yeah. dawns on them. Yeah. And so so don't be discouraged by that. Kids need to see uh, other people living out the faith that you yes. live – you know, are teaching them. And so just – and, and just, just take what the good things that camp does and try to implement those yeah. into your everyday life. So, so camp's a very unique thing. There's not many places you can go to, especially as an adult, where you can unplug from – technology and culture and whatnot like we do at camp. But, you know, take vacations that you're going to take this summer and turn those into gospel retreats where where we're going there for 
Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna hit hard spiritual formation yeah. uh, at at during this vacation time. We're gonna we're gonna be minimal on our technology and devices and such. That's good. Um, so so do those things and uh, please please talk to one of us at the church. We'd love to equip you and give you resources yeah. that you may need for yeah. for kids who just come to Christ and um, just any and all things like that. If you need anything, we can we can try to get it to you. Yeah, and and one thing I would I'd say as we end this. Back to our Calvary family, I'd, I just want to appreciate you, say thank you to you for uh, really supporting the family ministries, especially students and children and preschool. Yeah. Um, and one way we saw that this year, uh, obviously, the camp is expensive. It, it's amazing how expensive it's gotten. Uh, I remember when I used to, when I started taking um, kids to camp, you know, back in the dark ages, um, it was about 150 bucks for the whole week. Yeah. And now it's it's close to four hundred, yeah. um, and it's just going up higher and higher. And so that's a lot for a family to do. And uh, so I know other people have come along with our little fundraisers and thing we things we've done, and really helped us lower that price as much as possible, so as many kids and students can go as, as they can. And and so I just say thank you for that. Thank you for supporting the budget um, because that that helps Reagan be able to go and um, and do the student ministry things. And, and of course, uh, children's camp's a little different from back from Camp Victory, but they love us and they give us a discount. And so we appreciate them for that and how they uh, they do things there. So, uh, but just thank you church family for supporting these ministries and and pray for them pray for our students pray for our kids and uh, i really appreciate um you know the time these guys gave to it and and uh, and what they accomplished or saw god accomplish through through student camp and the children's camp this year so anyway we're going to wrap it up so once again this is uh this is our our podcast uh this is without paul thompson today uh paul's on a little bit of family vacation this week so we're glad to take his take the reins uh, for a week and remember, if you got questions for us, uh, you can email us at podcast at calvarydothan.com. And uh, we'd love to answer those questions uh, in our next podcast or two. So please send those to us and uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. And remember, here at Calvary, we're for God, for Dothan, and for the world. Thanks a lot. <laughs>